This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You were looking good out there. You had a yep. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, even red loafers. No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Jake Kinnaman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's good! Jake Kinnaman banks it in at the buzzer, and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Crawford eight. Crawford's got a hurry. Up. Oh, no! And even some things not happening in the sports world. You're, you're the bitter end. I'm the bitter man, I guess. <laughs> not the better man, the bitter man. Now it's According to Jim, here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. And not wearing a collared shirt today, Mr. Steve Sell. Going with the tiger look. I don't think I can remember the last time that I didn't see you in a collared shirt. This is kind of the tiger, you know, the, you know, t-shirt kind. You of do thing. look a lot like Tiger Woods today. Well, I wouldn't say that. If it was red, I'd look like Tiger. I like the shirt though, Steve. Okay. I think you should wear it a little more often. Well, it's this time of year. You don't really want to wear black. Well, that's what you're wearing. I know, but it's not. It's not true summer weather right now. It's very coolish outside. Well, did you enjoy your weekend? I did. I enjoyed my weekend. Uh, yesterday was kind of a bummer but with the weather. But uh, Saturday, got to play golf. Actually didn't play that badly. Oh, good for you. Yeah, three double bogeys. But hey. 77, so I guess, you know, okay. Three birdies. Hey, there you go. Almost a hole in one. Wow. Yeah. So a good weekend for you. Yeah, my team got... Drill, though. I had a fun weekend, Steve. I know. You went to a wedding. Went to the great state of Arkansas. Sure. Went to a family wedding. Sure. You want to hear something funny that happened to me at that wedding? Oh, I'm sure there was a lot of funny stuff. Well, it was a fun wedding anyway, and we were about to close things out, probably in the last hour, and I had to go to the bathroom. Sure. Walk over, and there's a considerable line waiting for the bathroom. Imagine that. Well, it was just a singular person bathroom, so you had two or three people in line, and we were there with all sorts of people. It was... A wedding on my mom's side of the family. Sure. My mother's sister's daughter, so my cousin. Okay. And all my mom's high school people are there. And some guy that I don't know says, oh, are you Tracy's husband? Ooh. Tracy's my mother. I know. And I I responded and said... No, she's my mother. And the guy went, oh, okay. How did Tracy Tracy take that? I don't think she'd like that. Okay. Although maybe it would make her feel good that all of her high school people thought she really married some young, cool, hip guy. There you go. The problem is, for me, is that somebody thought that I was her husband. Mm Mm-hmm. And not that my mother is old. That's real weird. But uh, I'm, I'm a young guy. I'm 24. I shouldn't be compared to my 56-year-old father. Clifton. I shouldn't be compared to that. Now, if they said, oh, you kind of look like him, mm-hmm. then that would be okay. Yeah. But not argue him. Yeah. I think that's what that's, I was a little thrown off that's by. A little, that's a little strange, but they do things strange in Arkansas from everything I gather. Well, have you ever, has somebody ever walked up to you and said, oh, are you your dad? No. 
Oh, are you your mother's husband? No. Nobody's ever said that to you? No. I would think that would not be normal for people, but it happened to me. I still get carded, though. I didn't get carded all weekend. Okay. I mean, I... I so My 32-year-old cousin was, was eating dinner and might have ordered a beverage, and they carded him. Wow. Didn't card me. I went a lot... I, I I'm starting say, to get worried here, I will Steve. say, I went a long time... Getting card, I was like a little fella, twenty seven or twenty eight, and I was still getting carded. I'm starting to get worried here, Steve. What's that? Well, people in town already think I'm like thirty eight, and now I've been called fifty six. Ooh, I'm getting nervous. You don't want to be fifty six. If I, I get any gray I've already, hair, I've already been fifty six. You if, don't want to be fifty. If I get gray hair, then it is all I had, downhill. I had gray hair when I was in my early thirties. Well, don't put that evil on me, there, Steve. Yeah. It was a good weekend though. Watch the Arkansas Razorbacks in person. In their Super Regional. Yeah. Was it the game they won? Or the game it was they... the game they won. Okay. I wasn't there for the entire game. Cousin of mine, we ended up watching the game. They won like 12-1 or something. It was 11-2. Well, something like I watched that. the game from across the street, then in about the seventh inning decided, let's walk over there and walk in. And the security at Baumwalker Stadium was not great. Mm-hmm. So we just walked in without a ticket, watched the end of the game. There you go. So now they have to play later on today, Steve, in a... Winner take all, go to the College World Series game. Loser leave town match. What should be your punishment if Arkansas wins? You have My to call pu- the Hogs? My punishment? Yeah, you have to do something. Last year, I, don't I, I was to, trying to get you to call the Hogs if they won the I, College World Series. I don't have series. to do anything if they win. And now, if they win, they're in the World Series. That's right. They would make the final eight. Okay, who LSU got beat, didn't they? They did by Florida State. Okay, Florida State made it. Who else has made it? Michigan has made it. Yeah, they upset the number one team in the country. Vanderbilt has made it. I think they're going to win it. Mississippi State has made it. Ooh, a lot of SEC influence. I wonder why. Yeah. It's a that's it's because a great that's where all the people. that's where all the warm weather is. Texas Tech, I believe, has made it. Yes, they beat Oklahoma State. So that's all going to start this weekend. But for you, Steve, you got to root them on today. Root on the Hogs. Three o'clock on some sort of ESPN channel. Will you do it for me? Will you root for them? Well, I'll be playing golf at 3 o'clock. Well, the, the, but I'm there. The games spirit. take forever. I'm there. That boy, that's for sure. It'll be done at like 6 or, or 6.30 or 7. Yeah, so be, you'll be back in time. It'll be a four-hour game. You'll oh. be back in time. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. root for them for All me, right. please. I'll do that. Give me a woo pig. I woo pig. There you go. There you go. Steve, the big news over the, over the weekend came at about 9 o'clock last night for the McPherson area. We, we'll talk a little bit about the Shrine Bowl here in a little bit. want to talk about NBA Finals game number five coming up tonight. But And, K- and KU landing their three-point shot. Yeah, that, I know you're excited about I'm that. I'm excited about that. But, Steve, the big news came for McPherson High fans, Bullpup fans, and K-State fans all together were very excited last night with the commitment from... The big man, the beast, as Steve calls him during the basketball season, Cody Stuffelbean, making his decision to go to Kansas State to play football. He was a three-star recruit, and he has just boomed and boomed and boomed these last couple of weeks. He's been getting offers from all over the country. Four different Power Fives have offered him, and he decided to stay home, stay in Manhattan with the Wildcats. And I think people that are in McPherson are very excited about that decision. Well, the one thing is, you know, that's the offer he'd been wanting. Um, you know, K-State's the team he's always wanted to play for, big K-State fan, kind of waiting and waiting. He's getting all these other offers, kind of like, all right, K-State, you know, I'm getting a lot of offers now. It's about time, you know, maybe to hear from you. And then he got that offer. And you and I, I think you and I both thought when we were out at team camp last week, when we heard that K-State offered him, it would probably be less than a week before he'd give the Wildcats his pledge. And and we watched him in team camp last week. 
there were a couple plays that were just absolutely breathtaking where by the time the ball was snapped to the quarterback, Cody Stufflebean had his arms around the quarterback from Hayes. And uh, 6'4", 232, can really run. Uh, he's got the kind of frame. He can put on another 20 pounds, 25 pounds real easily. I mean, he he can. But the thing is, he's got so much explosiveness. So K-State got a good one. He's also a guy that is probably going to be playing tight end at the Division One level. Right. Do you know how many passes he caught last year? Zero. Four. Wow. Four catches for 36 yards. And he's going to be a Division One tight end. Well, Look at, uh, but it's because he wasn't needed, yeah. And they wanted him to save well, as much Tan- effort as, as they could. Tanner Hawkinson was a tight end for McPherson High. Went, he was one year at tight end. At, at uh, actually, I think he just ended up being an, a tackle at KU his whole career. He he redshirted a year. They they blew him up to about uh, 295, 300 pounds. Started 48 straight games for the Jayhawks. Ended up in the NFL. Steve, I know that you are not a big social media guy. No, but I think that Cody Stumpfelbein would tell you how important that has been for him. Yeah. Because for people from McPherson, let's say you're from Pratt, let's say you're from Garden City, Dodge City, Sublette, if you're from a place that is not a major metropolitan area, sometimes it's hard for some of the Power Fives to come find you unless you are an in-state player. But because of the amount of traffic that he was generating, not only through social media from sites like Sports in Kansas, but also his huddle highlight package that they put together, it had like twelve or 15,000 views Yeah, for people watching him and, and, and being able to see him in, and apparently in the one MAC of those, conference. Apparently one of those views was not from Les Miles. I don't understand how KU doesn't even think about offering him. I mean, what are they waiting for? I mean, that's a team that needs everything, and they had great success with Tanner Hawkinson. Why in the world? Les Miles, I mean, he's not. it doesn't seem like he's even – looking at any Kansas kids other than from the Kansas City area. Steve, do you remember another McPherson High football player that I guess we can consider as high profile right now as Cody Stufflebean is? No, I know. Because Tanner, what, what was Tanner Hawkins? Tanner Hawkinson like? really didn't get, you know, he didn't blow up like Cody did. I mean, Tanner was a KU guy all the way, and, and KU, you know, got in on him. Uh, they probably saw him up at the basketball tournament, actually, uh, when they saw what a specimen he was at the state basketball tournament, we were still playing at Topeka at that right. time. And uh, when they saw what kind of specimen he was, they kind of got – but he never got recruited like this. I mean, this is – I haven't seen a McPherson High player, football player, I should say, get recruited like this. Now, Steve Henson got a lot of interest, you know. but he, Whether it was track or whether it was basketball, right, whatever right. he was he got doing. Steve Henson – but I don't even know if Steve got as much – he didn't get the offers at Cody's. But remember, back then, nobody offered you when you were a junior or after your junior year. You played your senior year, and then, you know, after your senior year, that's when people started looking at you. Because, you know, that was a lot. Back in the, in the, when Steve Henson was being recruited, we didn't have the emphasis on AAU basketball and things like that. Right. But uh, Cody, yeah, he is one of the most highly decorated players ever to come out of McPherson. There's no question. So you don't remember any other football or basketball I wasn't, I wasn't, do you remember any sort of athlete that I, has received that much attention no i was around i wasn't around when vic chandler you know got recruited i was around for Dwayne chandler he really didn't get you know he didn't blow up real big he ended up going to ku had a nice career at ku you know had played a little pro football um but uh man Co- I, we've never had one get offers like cody got 
the other thing that makes this so fun is that every now and then you run across people that you go, oh, well, I don't know if they're going to be able to go do it. Yeah, congrats on the offer. But everybody around here is just so excited about the future of this young man and, and also looking ahead to what he still has left to do in his senior year. And Cody is a guy that I think doesn't really want to take a bunch of attention and say, okay, here, everybody talk about me. Let's well, Here's my recruiting. I'm going to make my decision. Here's my hat. I think he wanted to get this out of the way right. and get his senior year going. They're at team camp right now. Yeah. Get this out of the way, start the senior season without any sort of distractions. Yeah, and uh, he, he'll be he'll have no distractions. The only distractions he'll have is the distractions he provides for the teams the Bullpups play this year because there's going to be times he is absolutely unblockable. I mean, you he's got such a great first step. We saw that in the uh, scrimmage with, uh, Hayes and Clay Center last right. Friday. I mean, him against Clay Center, that was that was a t- terrible mismatch. I remember, Steve, whenever I first got here into town and we were meeting with Coach Pav before the season began and he was going through the depth chart, and the only sophomore that was listed on that defense in 2017 was some guy named Stuffelbean, and I was new here, and I asked Coach Pav, I said, well, what's the deal with this guy? How is he able to play? And he said, get ready. Because this guy is a freak. Yeah. And that's what it's been so exciting. And throughout the basketball season, Steve, we'd be sitting there saying, get the ball inside. Give it to Steffelbean. Yeah. He was shooting just about 75% from the floor. Yeah, get him some touches. And then he goes out and has a terrific state track and field meet. There is a lot of excitement for this kid. I mean, you, you remember at the state track meet too, Steve, that people just kept coming up to us and asking and saying, What's he going to do? What's the deal right. with this stuff will being kid? Yeah. He really blew up. I mean, uh, during football season, I don't think – because, we, you know, we had other guys, you know. Right. You had Khalil Lisbon who was getting – you know, people were looking at him. You had Kyler Hoppus. You had the bus. You had Gabe Hoover. I mean, you had a lot of guys on that team that were getting college looks. And, uh, you know, you had other guys, you know, have signed. Noah Avila signed at Tabor. Uh, I can't even – God, I'm drawing a blank. Who's Chandler Wired to Tabor. Chandler Wired to Tabor. So, you know, there was a tension kind of scattered. But now, this next year, it's going to be basically on Cody. Not to say the Bullets don't have other college-type recruits, because I think they've got several guys. I think there's several. I think there's several players on next this fall's team that are going to, you know, Mason Thrash, Caleb Hoppus. I think those guys are going to. Definitely get some looks. How about Keaton Stockham? How about Jacob File? Yeah, and a sleeper, Matt Ramey. That's I, right. Matt Ramey's going to be a sleeper. Bullpup fans may not know the name. He's he's played at Inman, but uh, he's a guy I think is going to be a real sleeper. He, he's, uh, he's getting bigger and bigger, stronger and stronger, and I think he's going to be a player that uh, he's going to get some looks. All right, Steve, you ready to talk about the NBA Finals? Let's do. Let's talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
Back in this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, you were wrong on Friday afternoon about was, the NBA Finals. I was wrong good. I think that you felt pretty confident that Golden State would win game four. I felt very confident. Klay Thompson would have a good game. Steph Curry would be at his best. And that they would be even going into Toronto tonight. But instead, Golden State played a pretty good first half. And then Toronto made every single shot it felt like in the second half when they were able to cruise to an easy win at Oracle Arena. If you and I could go back to the beginning of this series before we knew people were going to be hurt and what the situation would be, how much money do you think you would bet that Golden State would not lose games three and four, both games three and four at home? I'd be broke. I, I would bet about anything. I'd be broke. I would have bet anything even after game two. Well, if, if Toronto finishes it off tonight, which... I still don't think they will. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just I'm, I'm holding on to every last shred of hope for Golden State. You have to go back to Game Three because Steph Curry in Game Three literally played himself to exhaustion, scoring 47 points. He had nothing in Game Four. He was shot. He had nothing. Now Clay Thompson scored 28 points, looked okay, wasn't very good on the defensive end. And actually, you know, Golden State came out. They were up like 13 right out of the shoot in that game. I thought that the way that they started that game, I thought that game it was, was going up. to be easy money. I did too. But then uh, I think fatigue, you know, set in. And their role players who were so good against Milwaukee, or not Milwaukee, Portland. Right. Uh, and the other series I came in, who was it? Denver? Houston. Houston. The role, player, the role players have just regressed. I mean, Looney played. He wasn't even supposed to play. I didn't think there was any chance he they was They ruled going him to play. out. They had ruled him out of the series. And then I saw him at the free throw line in the first or second quarter and went, what the heck happened that he's playing? Yeah, and then he's over there wheezing on the sideline. You know, he's got chest contusion or whatever it is. Right. But I, I think Golden – to me, Golden State looks like a very tired basketball team. And I think the other thing, Draymond's gone back to being Draymond, Draymond Green. He's complaining on every call. He's whining. It takes say what you will. It takes away from how good he is when when he's got distracted by the officiating. He's not concentrating as much. He's not pushing the ball as much. He's you know he'll throw the ball in and he, he's arguing with the official all the way up the floor. And I always say just team up. Just team well, up. It's not that people have not given him tacticals. Well, he's received to, his fair share. To me, if I'm an official, I team up. The first time he starts yapping because he knows another one, he's out of the game. So I think you take care of that problem real fast. Steve, the one thing that we have yet to talk about today when looking back at game four, have we mentioned the Raptors just playing really well? They are playing well. And and uh, Kawhi was... Games three and four. 36 and 14, I think, for Kawhi. On for them to go into four. Oracle Arena, despite whatever has happened to Golden State injury-wise... But for them to have gone in there and as calmly beat this Golden State team twice the way that they did is so impressive. And I, I just don't think that we're giving them enough credit oh, for how well they I'm, played. I'm not. In fact, I wrote my call today. I'm, I have not given Toronto its due. And 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 if they, if they win this series and then people are going to say, well, it deserves an asterisk because Durant didn't play, that's crazy because you still play with the players you have. I'm sorry. That's, you know... You weren't a one-man team. One guy 
you know, doesn't carry an entire team, no matter how good Kevin Durant is. They've got three other all-stars, so uh, I'm, I'm not buying any of this asterisk stuff. So, Steve, now as we look ahead to game number five tonight, do you believe that Kevin Durant is going to play first off? Yes. You do think he'll play? Remember I'm, we talked about it last I'm week? I'm like 98% he's going to play. The people that I had been listening to that were NBA insiders were saying, He's going to try and not play unless they get into an elimination game. Right. And that then he will try and play after that. So I'm with you that I do think he will play. So if he plays tonight, how good do you feel about Golden State? Because currently Toronto is a one and a half point favorite. I feel good about How Golden. do you think the line would move with Durant playing? I think it'd move the other way by one and a half. Even with him being off for what the last month, he's five been, weeks it feels been, like. But he's been practicing. He's been, you know, I I think I think there's more to this Durant story. I think his agents were saying, hey, if you play, you could just blow your Achilles out totally. Then you're gonna be you won't even play next year. So there's a lot going on here. What what's Kevin Durant thinking though? Because everyone's saying, well, God, they can win without him. All you know, you've been hearing this after they beat Portland. We, we really don't need KD. We can win without him. Now KD's saying, look, y'all, you need me, and you've needed me. So all this nonsense that we're as good or better without me, I'm sorry, you put a guy in that can has been the two-time finals MVP, you're going to be a better team. And Kevin Durant at 80% is still better than most every other player in the league at 100%. So tonight is in Toronto. Right. So in theory, if Golden State wins, it would be 3-2 Toronto, but going back to the Bay. This would go seven. It'll go seven if they win tonight. There, there's no way Golden State's going to go over at home in a, in a best of seven series. It would be crazy if they do. It would be. So let's just play it out one step further. They win game five. They win game six. Game seven in Toronto, are you putting your money on the Warriors? You bet I am. Let's go the opposite way here, Steve. So tonight, maybe something is telling me that the Raptors are just so focused that even if Kevin Durant plays, even if Kevon Looney plays, if all their regulars play, that it doesn't matter. That this Toronto team is going to take care of business tonight. Do you get any inclination of that? I worry about Toronto being too amped up. Going back home and a chance to clinch? Right. They are so amped up. They got that Jurassic Park out there and all those people. They got that Drake guy. You know, on the that side Drake line. guy. Yeah, whatever he is. But, you know. I, That'd be like saying to you that Eddie Van Halen guy, that washed up nobody. That'd be yeah. like saying that to you. Yeah. You'd take very much offense to that. Yeah, but but uh, I I worry that they're going to get too amped up. And, and maybe Fred Van Vliet will come in and be the calming influence. Because that I don't, shot that he took on Friday night to the trust, face was about as hard as I can remember one. I don't trust Kyle Lowry. I trust Fred Van Vliet more than I trust Kyle Lowry. Do you think it would have been pretty crazy to say that two years ago? No. I mean, just that Fred Van Vliet's a big contributor in the NBA Finals. Now, that would have been a stretch. So, I'm going to ask you two more questions. Who has to be really good? Who's the most important player in your mind for Toronto tonight to win and wrap up this Finals and, and win a championship? Kyle Lowry. You think it's him that has to be the best? Because Kawhi's going to be good. You have no doubt in that? I have no doubt in that. What about 
for Golden State? Steph. Who has to be good in order to win tonight? Steph. Steph's got to... Now, by good, what do you mean? What need? What does he need to do? What kind of line? 30, 32, probably 7, 8 assists, something like that. And that's assuming Kevin Durant plays. Right. He's got to be good. Though. Let's say Kevin Durant doesn't play. Who would have to be the best? Well, I, you know, Steph's... I know Steph's going to be good tonight. He's not going to have two bad games in a row. I think Iguodala. Okay. Because he's done. He's he did, been a little quiet the last been, couple he's games. He's been pretty quiet, and he needs to step up, but he's dragging a leg around. He's what like, about Boogie Cousins? How bad has he been the last two games? Boogie hardly even played. I, I don't even consider Boogie any kind of factor because he just looks like he's lost. He looks like he's. Well, granted, he was hurt. He's out of shape for one thing. He can't get up and down the floor. For very long without getting tired. All right, Steve. So we'll make a, a final prediction here in just a minute. Let's take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, have you noticed that I've played a couple of Elton John songs Notice to come that. back today? Why is that? I went and saw Rocket Man last night. Okay. The movie about Elton John and his Sir life and, 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 the, and the music. Yeah. Sir Elton Hercules John. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think you'd like it. I, I like Elton you're, John. You're an Elton fan? Oh, yeah. I, that was my heyday. It was two hours of fun. Did they play Funeral for a Friend? They... I don't think so. That was I, my, I don't. I don't think that. That was, was in one there. of my favorites of, of Elton John's. That and Levon. You, you like Levon? I like Levon. What about Daniel? No. He's traveling tonight on a plane. No, Daniel one. I like. Give your, me your top three Elton John songs. Your song. Oh, that is a good one. Saturday night's all right for. Oh, they, they had a big, big one on that. And funeral for a friend. Okay, that's a pretty good top three. Yeah. I, maybe I maybe my Casey time. will play funeral for a friend for me. Today. Maybe she will. Yeah. They. I'm, my favorite Elton John song is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And see, that's not one of my favorites. And it was sort of the under underbelly song of the whole movie. Yeah. It, it, they started off with it, and then they came back to it at the end, and made me very happy. Good there movie. Go. There you Enjoyed go. Enjoyed it. Also, some news that just came down the line, Steve. The McPherson Pipeliners, they were supposed to have played Liberal on Sunday night, last night here at home. Then they were supposed to play tonight, and now instead... They will play two seven-inning games tomorrow afternoon, starting at 4 o'clock. Yeah, 4 o'clock, Pipeliners. Uh, Both teams were supposed to be open tomorrow, so they're just going to go ahead and um, play them tomorrow. And my wonder is, has Liberal been here since Sunday? What are they doing, hanging out? And surely they didn't drive back to Liberal, because that is a long jaunt, unless they've been on a road trip. I've never been to Liberal. I have. But I can't imagine it's a fun drive. It's not. I don't know exactly where it is. Is it even further than Dodge City? Oh, yeah. A lot further? It's 225 miles. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's a long way out there. That's a long, long trip. That's a long trip. And I'm a driving man. I've been doing it a lot and lately. you know I hate to drive. Yeah, Steve just gets afraid to go to Salina. Yeah, I don't like He that. starts getting nervous whenever you have to do that. I don't like that. All right, Steve, your final prediction. Game 5, 
NBA Finals tonight in Toronto. I've been on the Golden State bandwagon all year. I'm not getting off yet. So you're taking the Warriors? Taking the Warriors. Will you give me at least a guess of how many points you think they'll win by? Five. So you think it'll be a close game? Yes. And that they're going to have to gut this one out? Yep. With Kevin Durant. You believe he's going to play? I think he's going to play. He's going to be like Willis Reed. And, of course, a lot of people don't know what that means. But when I was 13 years old, I'm watching the NBA Finals thinking the Lakers are going to win it. I, I didn't like, know you could watch the games at that point. I thought they could, were all on radio. No, you could watch the games. They did have them on the television. I was a big, yeah, I was a big Lakers fan. And all of a sudden, Willis Reed comes one-legging down the aisle. He comes out. Wilt's, Wilt Chamberlain, you know, is for the Lakers. He's like 7'2", 280. Willis comes out. Very first time he gets the ball, he shoots this lefty kind of inverted question mark looking form. Yeah. Knocks down the shot. You knew the Knicks were on their way. Walt Clyde Frazier had 36 points, I think 19 rebounds and like 10 steals, and the Lakers end up just getting blown out at MSG. I'll take Golden State too, finally. Really? I will. I am shocked. I am shocked. (coughs) Why is that? Because I thought you were kind of a Toronto guy. Oh, no. I like Golden State. They're going to keep us going. Oh, okay. Give me a woo pig, Steve. Woo pig. They need all the help they can get today. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.